0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. I want to talk about painkillers because they're killing so many people in the country. And the other day I had a splitting, splitting migraine. I mean, splitting, right? I don't know why I don't have my migraine medicine. So I had a splitting headache and I have this little container that has prescription meds in it. Like if for some reason I've been in two different places and had UTI medication, even if it's expired, I keep it. Because if you're peeing fire in the middle of the night, for some reason, you know how that feels and you just want to take something and the same thing like people have z-packs lying around or stuff for different things people have xanax i don't take drugs if i want to go to sleep i'll take like a little bit of an edible very rarely and i have like anti-anxiety medication just that if you wanted to take like a quarter or a half in some rare circumstance you're flying or something's going on so i don't take medicine i will only very rarely take like an edible that will make you sleep um, and I, or Tylenol PM or NyQuil if you don't feel well, but it gives you a film on you that you can feel the whole next day and it's really, really potent. So I had a terrible migraine. Like, you know, when you want to throw up from pain, I get them, I get neck migraines and head they're both together your body's killing you something's going on um I think it's looking at the phone by the way I think that gives a terrible headache and it, your neck is looking down and I think it's stress and dehydration is a big thing for me I'm a thirsty thirsty fucking bitch and I get very dehydrated so much so I'll drink spacho for breakfast and I have to take salt pills because my body needs to hold the water I don't hold water which is funny this bitch don't hold water so I was looking through, do I have migraine medicine? I was like labeling it I'll Make sure to Google what everything is and then put labels on it so you're not hunting through, by the way. if you You know, UTI or take a Sharpie that says what something is for because we don't realize what something's for and then we're hunting. So the closest thing I could find that would help me with a migraine was hydrocodone or hydro, it's like codeine, Tylenol with codeine, which effectively is a painkiller. It's like a cousin to Oxy or something crazy, and you're even scared – To have something like that in your house. Because you know those are so addictive. And an addict would steal that out of your house. It should be like in my safe. Which I'm actually going to put it in. So I took. Someone I work with cut it into pieces. And I took one fifth. One fifth of a Tylenol with codeine. Like I remember. She cut it in half. And then that was like a smaller of the two halves. So it was almost like a half of a half. And I said I'll take that. I had taken um advil earlier and i just wanted to take something to take the edge off i pass i could feel myself dissolving as a human being like i felt a little weird and it was probably like eight o'clock because i just wanted the pain to go away i felt myself dissolving as a human being and i've had experience with people who have been on uh prescription medication and i didn't really realize what was going on at the time i thought something was wrong with their brain or like something was going on i didn't know if they had like a a condition of some sorts. And I got to tell you, if people, ugh, I can't even fathom people who take multiple of these a day. I know they probably get immune to them and their body absorbs it and people who have real pain absorb it differently. But when I tell you the poison that people are putting into their bodies recreationally, or just as like a mom who needs to take the edge off or whatever, or full-fledged addicts, I have to tell you, I took a fifth of this fucking thing and I dissolved I dissolved into the night. I like, I passed out. My daughter came in, was watching a Snoopy movie, right? With me, Halloween. It's a great pumpkin. I had such a bad headache. You can't imagine the pain. It was even breaking through this thing, which scares me even more because my body was dissolving, but I could still feel the pain, but I did care about it less. If that makes any sense, because you were so melted and I literally felt people were in my house and it was a fifth of this thing. And I was just in the bed and I told my daughter, mommy has a terrible headache. And we were watching The Pumpkin and then the movie The Peanuts after. And I felt bad. Like I missed the time with her. I couldn't have had the time with her anyway because I had such an excruciating migraine. I was incapable of interacting like to begin with. But this made me, through all that, because I never stopped thinking, I was thinking, oh my God, these poor people, these poor kids who go through life with a mom who's taking something and is like not as checked out and how dangerous it is. I mean, I was laying down in my bed with a heat compress on my neck with a child watching The Peanuts next to me where I was watching some of it, but I was just immersed in like a nap. And I took like probably an hour and a half nap, which I never do. I'll doze off sometimes during a TV show, but I'm not a big napper. And then I said goodnight to my daughter when it was time for her to go to bed. And I, 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 I woke up at like ten thirty. She was already asleep. In the morning, I went in at like six o'clock because I just wanted to lay with her because I felt like, how did I not watch the movie with you? I always beat myself up. We beat ourselves up with parents. And that's not the headline. Your lads have a headache and a to take a nap. The headline is this fucking stuff is is so dangerous. It's frightening. Clock your kids. Police them. Look in their drawers. Go in their bathroom. Go in their underwear. I don't care what you do there. I can't even imagine an adult taking this at in any capacity, even with the worst possible pain. Can't even imagine it. And I watched all the movies, dope, sick, all of them. Can't imagine it. Much less teenagers that are dealing this shit and taking it recreationally. It's so fucking dangerous. Like we think about alcohol, which is is, can, is a killer and drunk driving is a murder weapon pot i'm not even putting in the same category this is fucking dangerous toxic poison like i took a fifth of something to get rid of a headache and i feel like guilty about it like i because the Advil wouldn't do it and i i i'm aware of how dangerous this is for our society like it's frightening because why i'm saying it is people take a half they're prescribed a whole i took a fifth i was incapacitated incapacitated as a human being i am just frightened like if i ever had to take it again for another pain in my body i would take an a sixth i don't know how you get get it that small it is so powerful and so dangerous and i think about the movie dope sick where they were telling you go in and you have a pain threshold, or there's some bullshit that these people in the pharmaceutical industry created as what we're gonna call it. Like we're gonna make it like, oh, you need a hundred X because you're just really absorbing it faster, or you need two X or three X or ten X or it was at a hundred times. It was crazy that it, it's murder. It is murder, the dosage that was being prescribed and with a shiny medical pamphlet written about it. Like, oh, just you're you're a look up the phrase. There's a phrase for it. Like it was 10x, you need, you're absorbing faster, making it like, yay, you do so well that you 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 absorb this prescription, that you need more, like more? I don't know how anybody could take one pill, God forbid, in the worst pain ever. It's for pa- cancer fucking patients at a 10, and I don't even know how they could take this. It's the most dangerous weapon I could ever imagine being in someone's house, the most. It's why it's a killer in this country. I cannot say it enough. other breaking news explains silk and satin pajamas to me i am a pajama person i always wear cotton pajamas i always wear sweats i like them to match i like them i made a decision that i was going to be elevated in my pajama game i want to wear the nice ones i went to la i brought the stella mccartney silk burgundy pajamas silk satin whatever is animal friendly but feels like silk and satin victoria's secret has their own version that shiny nice rich person material That I have in all the levels from high to low, I was sweating like a fucking beast, like a wildebeest in a sauna. What I brought them away, and I usually bring, in full disclosure, I'll wear the same pair of pajamas two to three times on a vacation. I just that's not real estate. I'm gonna pack multiple things, or I'll just bring a T-shirt and air whatever. I don't sleep nude. I like pajamas. I was fucking, I was through those bitches in one night. I was sweating. The pits, I mean, if you actually want to like lose weight or cleanse or detox, they seem like someone should do like detox sleep pajamas. Because I'm telling you, you, that's when we're fasting. You're not eating. That's when you're sweating. Your body's just expelling. You, You know, that's why you have to use a tongue scraper, get the shit off your tongue in the morning. Guess what? I sweat like a fucking pig all night. I woke up. I'm like, what the fuck? It's those, it's those satin and silk pajamas. So there's an idea there. Like sweaty, silk, satin, detox pajamas. That's the only reason. Otherwise they're all being burned in a garden fire because I was sweating like a fucking whore in church. Sweating like a whore in church. Holy fuck balls. Why do we have to be so mad at Tom and Giselle? Can someone just tell me Sometimes it feels fine when everyone's talking about something. Like it didn't feel fine in the Adam Levine situation because it just felt like it was a garden variety rock star model. Infidelity moment. They had it. It's happened to the best of anybody. It's happened to everybody. Okay? It's happened to the best of us. Happened to the president. It's happened to everybody. Okay? Tom and Giselle. Can we just not? Can't we just let them just go through their issues without them having to describe everything to us i don't know maybe it's because sports are involved and people feel loyal to teams and maybe there's something i don't know it's just sometimes it doesn't feel like we should be involved like she's a supermodel he's a sports person they're maybe getting divorced or having issues it just doesn't feel related to anything they put out there other people want to make out and show you how amazing everything is and really flaunt. I don't know that I feel that way about them. Maybe I'm missing something. You guys can correct me. I feel like we've seen them together during games. She's spoken about him in sports. They're married. They they had a good run. Like, it's not like Britney Spears and that guy Jason Alexander in 24 hours. Like, they had a good run. Can't people just break up and, like, not be really dragged? Like, I don't know. Like, other people really draw attention to themselves and really want it and want us to just buy into all the highs and everything they bought for them and everything they did and their sex life and their making out and their whole perfection. And then I understand when it tumbles and we want to talk about it. But I don't feel like Tom and Giselle ever really did anything to deserve us talking about their marriage in this way. I feel like they were just married and they're getting divorced. There's certain people I just don't believe it about. I think that not everybody has to be discussed ad nauseum in a breakup if there's nothing totally out of the ordinary. I mean, Tom's not, you know, Tom doesn't have a barnyard animal as a sex pet. So Giselle isn't, you know, dating one of their kids' teachers. Like, they're getting, they're breaking up, or maybe not. I don't think we make it any easier. So I just feel like we want some couples to possibly stay together, or for the sake of their children. They both were forced to make statements. It doesn't feel natural to me. I may be missing. I just see headlines. I don't dig deep and reach into it. That's what I think. Um, and because there's been so much negativity out there, I would like better role models for our girls. Can we talk about people like Amal Clooney, that their job is to help people, that they stay in the background until they need to be in the foreground? Can we talk about better better role models? Can we possibly do that? People that I'll say, I'll say. Amal Clooney is a great role role model. I think Blake Lively in talking about child trafficking and her, uh, Maintaining a privacy and being honest about what she looks like pregnant to beat the photographers to it. I think that's a good role model. I think Beyonce is a fierce role model that should be celebrated. I think Hoda, who I'm talking to, I love the way she's speaking about her journey. Hoda Copy from the Today Show. I think she's an excellent role model. Can we talk about good role models? Can we put new people in power? Can we do that? I'd like to at least shift the conversation to that. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeton from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos.